Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I'm your host, Keisha. I've got producer James over there. Hello. Making it seem like he's really working and being busy, but he's probably over there watching porn on the laptop. I just can't see it. No, I'm just looking at you imagining porn. How's that? BBWs. <laughs> BBK. So I hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving. We did. It was pretty simple. Everyone was out of our fucking house by four o'clock. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, which made me incredibly happy. Because <laughs> some of those times, those motherfuckers don't know how to leave. It's like, okay, I've yawned 250 times. When he, look, when I take off my shoes and start laying completely on my own sofa, it's time for your ass to go home. You've overstayed your welcome. I love you. Let's pack you up something, but you got to go. I think today, no. Today, no. Yesterday was the last day that I will have any Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> and we I, had a lot. We had a shit ton, and it was all so good. Um, I know. We did it a little bit different this year because, you know, producer James is allergic to poultry, uh, if you're new to the show and didn't know that. So we never can have turkey. Well, we have turkey, but then we always have to make an additional meat, which we usually do ham. But we... More often than not, we'll get him like a prime rib or something like that. But it also jets up like the dressing because our dressing has chicken stock in it. He can't have chicken. Um, so this year we did a ham for him. And we didn't do turkey because we ended up really wasting a lot of turkey. Uh, so what we did was, excuse me, that was so unprofessional of me. To I barely heard it, but... Uh... <clears throat> I heard that. Did you hear that? Yeah. Um, we got two stuffed chickens. They were stuffed with um, jalapeno stuffing, not dressing, because black people, we do dressing. In the South, we do dressing. That's stuffing shit that's in a box. That is for like a Tuesday night meal. That is not for Thanksgiving or any holiday. And we're calling you out about it, okay? So stovetop is not for special Oh, occasions. my God. If you were to say that in front of my mom, she would be pure pissed off and would not speak to you for like a couple of days. Uh, no, that shit's not real. I mean, okay, how many times do we have stovetop just like, okay, for example, my mom likes to bake pork chops. She'll put like a half of a peach on top of it and then she'll have that stuffing shit right. uh, on that. That's just an average meal and no. <laughs> I've never actually seen a stuffed turkey. Like I've never seen anybody. I've never stuff seen it. a stuffed turkey before either. Like only, literally, only on television. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I, I'm like, do people? Well, I've seen people stuff a turkey, and it's quite traumatic. Um, and and I see where I would have instantly fucked up because one, I probably would not have defrosted mine correctly or in time. And two, you know, you got to put your hand in there and get, like, what is it? Like, it's always a bag full or some kind of guts or something in it. Well, there's always the giblets. Okay, okay. So and I would not have known. And then the neck and then the okay. pope's nose at the uh, end. The what? The, um, it's called a pope's nose. It's the, like, the end of the neck. There's, like, a 
turkey neck. Yeah. We call it turkey neck. Oh, yeah, it's at the end of the neck. There's that's like this... in there, too? Yeah. I mean, the whole neck is there. Oh, see, that's too much for me. <laughs> I feel like I'm a store now. What do you call it when an animal dies? A neuropsy? A necropsy. A necropsy. <laughs> I would have feel like I was <laughs> doing that. Yeah, I would have fucked up because that all would have been cooked inside of the turkey <laughs> if I had done it. Uh, but you most definitely do not want to throw away your giblets because that is how you make giblet gravy, which I think is kind of like a southern thing. I guess. I don't think I don't those know. up north. Don't miss out on so much. I was listening to a podcast earlier today. And the the people who do the podcast who host the podcast are in New York. They don't like have biscuits. This is what they were saying. Like biscuits, no. It's not they're they're not there. For they even use cracker barrel as an example. So which yeah, this is gonna just shock you, okay? So like their Cracker Barrel, you don't get uh, biscuits, rolls, and cornbread. I know. <laughs> How's it a Cracker Barrel then? I, I guess it's the, I can't imagine not going to any restaurant here and there not being some kind of biscuit on the menu. Biscuit <laughs> and great sausage gravy, number one. But even here, we've got like, because we like to eat, you can get a big-ass biscuit with like, chili on it oh, yeah. you can get a biscuit with chicken pot pie we put biscuits everywhere chicken and duck i just when they said that i'm like what do you mean you go places and biscuits are not like a given <laughs> that would be so odd and just i guess that's a way to really know you ain't home yeah i think uh that's that's pretty weird i, I think family guy summed it up best when they said uh talking about stuffing it's like hey does anybody want some of this uh turkey butt bread <laughs> I guess that's the way to say it. All righty. If you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty. And that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. Okay. So, as we know, OG... Sheree Whitfield is returning to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She hasn't been on there in a couple of years. And I want to say, because, you know, you guys know I'm a super fan of that whole franchise. But whatever Housewives I'm watching, I have to give it a break at some point. Sometimes I'll go a year, like skip a season. Or sometimes I'll skip like a couple of seasons, and that's where I'm at with Real Housewives of Atlanta. But I am looking forward to the upcoming season because Sheree is coming back. Marlo's finally got her peach. Um, Portia's not going to be on there. I'm really hoping that Nene makes an appearance. I'm not sure that she will because they're already filming. And Sheree's boyfriend. Now, I'm going to take you back a little bit. You guys know Sheree from season one. She was married to Bob Whitfield and his big goofy ass. And she was chasing the check, you know, because they were getting a divorce. She wanted her six figures. She wanted to maintain the lifestyle that she lived when Bob was very doing very well in the NFL. Plus, so, well, she didn't get that. And that is why we watched 35 seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta watching her build her dream home, Chateau Chiray. It took a long tough but never give up uh so she's got that but then you know she wasn't on the show then she came back on the show and everyone was kind of shocked because it wasn't the same 
really chic charade. She'd put on a couple of pounds, which is fine, but this was someone who constantly would say how perfect she was physically. Uh, her, her face was per beautiful, but along with that, she finally did get Chateau Charade, but it wasn't even all the way done when she had her house room apart. I was like, girl, the house is supposed to completely be done. But I guess if it took you 35 years to make it, go ahead and have that party. All right. So one of the, the shocking things during that season of her return was that she was dating a guy from her past. His name is Tyrone Gillums. That's a really odd name. Gillums. Gillums? Like Williams, is, but yeah. Gilliams. Um, and he was in prison. Okay. So we watch their relationship um I, i'm not gonna say develop because i believe they started dating before filming but yeah we got to hear about all of his upcoming parole the stipulations for his parole and we all were just like what the fuck is charade whitfield doing with not just a convict because you're a convict after you're out, out of prison right or you're a convict when you're in prison you're a convict when you're in but i think people like call you convict when like you're out rude. yeah yeah okay so his ass was still in prison so she's not even dating someone on parole like she was she could have been on the upcoming season of life during lockup that we're gonna get in january like she was dating this dude in prison so i'm just kind of like where's the charade like my man gotta drive this kind of car be this tall uh make a certain amount of money i mean to someone who ain't, ain't making no money at all you know, so anywho, he's since then been released, but there's drama already with the filming of the upcoming season because Tyrone wants absolutely nothing to do with the show. Um, he's saying that he does not want to be filmed. Actually, he almost got sent back to prison for a parole violation if he had followed through with Sheree and production's plan to have him go to a restaurant with Sheree and they filmed that. Unfortunately for Tyrone, he's on, what is it, home confinement? Oh, does he have like an ankle bracelet? Yes, or he's oh, not well. supposed to leave the house at all. Well, then he don't want to be filmed in public. So he was like, you know what? You guys obviously don't give a fuck about me staying out of prison. All you care about is a show. I'm not filming nowhere. I'm not supposed If it ain't in Chateau Charest, Tyrone is not filming. So now he's pissed. He and Sheree are not even on speaking terms, and this has been going on for a couple of weeks now. And he, he's he gone as far as to say, I don't want to film. I don't want to have anything to do with the show. As a matter of fact, I didn't appreciate how y'all had me part of the storyline. When I was in prison, you guys all made money, and I didn't make a damn dime. I want all of it scrubbed. He wants everything <laughs> having to do with him to be erased. Okay, okay, Tyrone, you're doing a little bit much with that. That is not a cheap thing to do to go through housewives history to scrub, you know, prison conversations. They didn't show your face, but I get it. I, I have to agree with him because we watch a lot of shows with people who are on parole. That's kind of weird. We do. We, yeah, we, we love do. Us a, we love us a Way good prison many. story. Yeah. And so sometimes when they're out and they're on parole, we're watching these reality shows and we're like, that's a parole violation. That's a parole violation. Why are you filming this parole violation? So actually Tyrone's been pretty smart about it. Um, yeah, I saw, uh, I think he also said he, he didn't give them permission to use his likeness in any way right. as well. I so, guess so, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I get it. I think he's being smart. I think he is most definitely taking his freedom quite seriously and he's not willing to risk that for charade. 
nor Bravo TV. I wonder if this season, Sheree is going to try to come out with another fake clothing line. And I also wonder if she's going to be in those joggers the whole season. I don't know, but I guess we'll see. So moving right along to Team Mom, Young and Pregnant, which if you are watching Team Mom OG, Team Mom 2, and you're not watching Young and Pregnant, I do not know what is wrong with you because these girls bring it every single show. Look, Team Mom OG is a fucking snorfist. I don't know how many times we can hear about... Amber and what she's been not diagnosed with. I swear she gets diagnosed with something new every two weeks. Look, bitch, look, bitch we know you're crazy. What are you doing? What steps are you taking to be less crazy and possibly take care of your children? I don't think she's taking them steps. So, but, okay, young and pregnant. I'm just going to give you like a brief breakdown of uh, not the characters, but what do we call them? They're not characters. They're not technically actors. I have a few names. Of the baby mamas. We'll call them baby <laughs> mamas. All right. Okay. So we've got Kayla, who, <laughs> if you watch this season, you basically see Kayla get her ass almost whipped by two different baby daddy's moms. Not wow. the baby daddies, by their moms. Wow. Okay. I can see having beef with one baby mama, but when you got beef with two of them and they black and you real, real white, uh, you in danger, Kayla. Like, I think the common denominator here is you. We've got Kayla, who has a son with one arm, who's so, so cute. She doesn't really know who the baby's daddy is. She's always dating someone new, and within three days of dating them, she moves them into her home. Ooh. Super gross, and she never looks clean. Like, Brianna, Brianna, I'm talking about Brianna now. Brianna looks like she just doesn't bathe on the regular. She just looks oily, just kind of dirty looking all right then we oh god oh rachel train wreck rachel now if you recall one time one season they filmed like it was something on the christmas holidays and i want to say they were opening gifts and then you could see like roaches crawling on the uh gift paper like the wrapping uh. paper yeah in their trailer they're super gross she's nasty she likes to do it raw with whoever she meets she's just nasty and she's a shit talker to her mom when they say trailer park trash, that is this family. They are the Squidbillies. They're the Squidbillies <laughs> in human form. All right. Then we have, okay, so we did Kayla. Oh, Kaya. Okay, so this is why this show is so interesting. You've got Kaya, who is dating Tiaza. Tiaza is a girl, but I don't want to say, I don't know if she identifies as a boy, but she presents herself as very masculine, okay? I, she's not going through any hormone treatments or anything like that, but she dresses like a boy. Her hair is cut like a boy, but she still refers to herself as a girl. And sometimes I think her friends will refer to her as my nig. I've heard them try to bleep that out before, but I can read lips pretty well. Yeah, they call it my nig. What's up, my nig? Okay, they are in a lesbian relationship. They had a little bit of a breakup, and Kaya got pregnant with the baby, so that's why they're on the show. The baby daddy is in jail, and Tiaza, you will never see anyone cry as much as Tiaza cries. Tiaza cries as much as Candace from the Real House of Lives of Potomac does. <laughs> she doesn't do the triangle uh, napkin to dry her fake tears, but yeah, so we watched their relationship. Then we've got Kayla J, who is new this season, who is a black lesbian, who was in a relationship with a girl, then that girl, who her name is Mikhail, 
decided to transition to male. So she's transitioning, she's taking the hormones, like she's going in at full throttle. So they wanted to have a baby together, so they went to a sperm bank. Okay. Yeah, you don't like that. This kind of stuff is not happening on Team Mom OG nor Team Mom 2. No, 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 not at all. Kayla J, Kayla J, her top lip is always in the shape of like when you smell something and you're not sure if it's your top lip. So you're like poker it up a little bit to your <laughs> nostrils so you can sniff a bit just to see. That is that girl's face all the damn time. Okay, so. This past week, we had an episode where Kayla, who already has two kids by two different baby daddies, she's with the second baby daddy, kind of, sort of. They, they're not doing really, really well. But Kayla discovers that her ass is pregnant again. Ruh-roh. I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> just birth control. It, it's free. At a lot of places, you can get it for free. Um, this is not the first time that we've experienced a teen mom getting pregnant again. But in a twist... Kayla decides, and she shares it with all of us, that she's thinking about getting an abortion. Um, she and her boyfriend, Luke, talked about it, and, you know, they, they really talked about it maturely, even though they're having problems within the relationship, but they kind of said, let's pause, let's talk about this third baby. And they came to the conclusion of, Kayla's like, I don't know if I can do it with two. She's like, I thought about getting an abortion with the other two, but I didn't. So it really makes me wonder about this one. She goes, I cannot do it. I don't think we can do it financially. Luke and I don't know if we're staying together. So she has an abortion. She chooses to have an abortion. We uh, witnessed her going into the clinic. It's still during COVID time. So Luke wasn't even able to go in there with her. I was really surprised, especially, I'm surprised. And then kind of like, that was courageous that she shared that uh, on the show. Way to get that golden ticket to season three, Kayla. That's how you do it, girl. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, I'm like, you could get so much backlash from that. But I think the timing was kind of perfect um, coming off of the tail end of our great governor, ooh, Greg Abbott, changing the abortion laws here in Texas to where you're not able to get an abortion after six weeks of being pregnant. I'm not going to go into a debate about, debate about that, but that is what happened on Young and Pregnant. And it was good. That was the season finale. And I'm really hoping that they give those girls a reunion because they deserved it. Um, okay, so Producer James is concerned because I have found another show that I am obsessed with. And I keep watching and watching and re-watching all the episodes. And it is Siwa's Dance Pop Revolution. <laughs> so this show is based on uh, around Jojo, Jojo Siwa, who is like probably the most famous teenager in the world right now uh, with her rainbow everything. And her mom, Jess, they are looking to form a new all-girl pop group. So it's got a little bit of dance moms in it. Not as mean, not as critical, not uh, so much smashing childhood dreams for little girls like Abby Lee did, but it's more, way more positive than that. Um, you get some cattiness with the moms. Some of these moms are a little bit crazy. Like, they are more emotional. They're basically the moms are backstage doing the whole dance routine with their daughters. I mean, they don't actually do that, but they're just that kind of crazy. Uh, but it's really good. Um, to just see the creation of a pop group, because we don't have that many. I, I want to say 
BTS probably has that on lock right now, but we don't have a really good teen girl pop group. We haven't had them in a long, a very long time. And I want to say the most successful one has been probably the Spice Girls. We haven't had anyone as big as the Spice Girls that's all girls. We haven't had anyone as big as them since. Oh, uh, maybe Destiny Child. Yeah, I was yeah, Destiny Child for sure, but not a lot. I can't think of a. I mean, is there a girl pop group out there right now, at all? They trying to be. I mean, it just seems like it's all single or all solos now. Yeah, yeah. All Billie Eilish is this. Yes, 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 yes. So this, so it's really cute to watch the girls. You know, they have to learn these routines so fast, and then they have to sing. I don't think people realize how fucking hard it is to dance and sing at the same time. I mean, I can barely eat and talk at the same time. It overexerts <laughs> me a lot. Um, so, yeah, so watching these girls, you know, some of them get crushed, but they get crushed in a good way. If you can crush a little girl's soul in a good way, they do it here on this show. So, oh, the kind. Yeah, they're kind. Killer. They're supportive. They're gentle. But bitch, you ain't gonna be in the group. <laughs> Don't forget that part. No need for you to come to rehearsals tomorrow. Don't pass by here because then we'll have to get a restraining order on you. So a uh, lot of hugs on the way out the door. There's lots of hugs. <laughs> Here's what it is. This is what it is. We love you. You are a star. Just not a good enough star to be in my pop girl group. <laughs> But it's really good, so make sure you check out Siwa's Dance Pop Revolution. Remember earlier today I was telling you that I did the voice control on the remote? Yeah. And I was like, man, I was trying to watch something yesterday, and voice control messed up so horribly bad, I really had to, like, say it again so I could watch the words that were not the words that I said on the screen. So it was Siwa's Dance Pop Revolution. That's what I put in there, and... All I can say is one of the words that they had on it was yellow. <laughs> so I don't know. All righty. When we get back, I have a very special guest that I'm super, super excited to talk to today. A lot of you guys may already know her, but if not, stay tuned. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus-size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539, or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I've got an extremely special guest. Um, her name is Gigi. You guys probably, if you've not heard of her, trust me, you've seen her work. <laughs> Gigi, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Hey, everybody. So formerly known as Girl Gang 7733, but I have rebranded and moved over to Gigi's Reality. 
Um, my page basically is set up to call out the fakalities of social media. Um, anywhere from reality TV to celebrities, all the way down to the influencers that we love to hate. <laughs> yes. So let me tell you how I first found you. Um, I start, I didn't really know anything about influencers until COVID. Okay. So I saw this one chick, um, her name is Amber and I was like, oh, she's so cool. I'm like, oh, she's so cute. I'm like, oh, those are the products that she uses. I'm like, okay, I'm going to order this. And then like months later, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, why are all these women, they all use this product. These, then I'm like, I've been bamboozled. You know what I mean? I'm, my husband's like, yeah, like he should, they push those products. I had no idea. I did yeah. not know. I only thought the only thing that like, uh, influencers or reality TV people push with like flat tummy tea. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I fell in, I was like buying these products and I'm like, this shit doesn't do anything for me. So one day I kind of quit, um, following that person. So I did a Google search and her arrest popped up. Oh my God. That's how I started this page. <laughs> okay. So that's when I found you. I was like, I went, I'm not a big Reddit person. I, I'm still trying to learn how to navigate everything. And Girl Games like had some of the stories. So that's what I'm like, I've got to follow her on Instagram. I've got to stalk her. It took me forever to get in there, get approved. But that is how I found you. And now I'm like, what, what, what she are you talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> so what inspired you to bust down fake allergies? So, um, I think I was just tired of like, like it came from like being in the pandemic for so long and you just keep seeing BS everywhere you look and you're like, these people don't love what they're talking about. This is for mm -hmm. a paycheck, which is fine. I'm in sales. I get it. Like, mm -hmm. but also at the same time, it's dangerous. Um, and I just like got to the point with the Kardashians is what set me off. It's like the filters that they use on their bodies, they put this out into the universe and they're, they have a lot of thought. They have a huge following. Yeah, um, and I just think it's like with our society, people try to live up to these standards and then themselves are not even living up to it. Yes. So I was just like, I'm done. It's time to start calling this crap out because this is just like, and it was right around when I had found out that I was pregnant. I'm like, and I didn't know what I was having then, but like, it was the point where I'm like, I don't want my kid growing up like this. Like, mm -hmm. this is like, this is just like scary that people like this exist. And they like put up this like fake body. Um, I remember it was Kim wearing a corset and like, it was like her, her waist was like this big and you're just like, that's like not she had no real at all. Like, yes. Kim, did you get rid of all of your ribs? Yes, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm the type of person that, I mean, you have opened my eyes to so many things, it's not even <laughs> funny. Um, so for people who don't know, what exactly is fakeality? Uh, I like to classify it as an alternate reality. Um, it's not really what you see. So you see through a a distilted filter glass um, on social media. It's what people want you to see versus what's really happening in real right. life, like an upside down world. <laughs> yes. Um, a, a couple of months back, I did a show and one of our segments, we talked about um, Jordan Cheyenne, who got busted, notoriously got busted <laughs> for using her son. First, she used the puppy and the, the disease the puppy had. Yeah. I think it was Parvo. 
Then she coached, she gets caught coaching her poor child to cry on camera so that her followers don't feel bad for her. And I was like, but you fucked up, Jordan. You forgot to, you didn't make sure to edit first. And then you still had the camera rolling. And I was like, oh my God, this is so juicy good. I didn't realize how fake they were. Her, I think her family, then like the LeBron family, they like, it's like a whole clickbait thing going on in, in YouTube where it's like the scariest things that you could think of, like they try to put in there to make you click on that because they get paid on that. Um, it's sick. I, um, I had to wonder because I watch you and I, like, I will go down a rabbit hole with something and my husband's like, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> what is this bitch, bitch thing she's researching now? But I told him, it's like, oh no, no, no. I said, Gigi? goes all the way down so i have to ask when you were a kid were you like super inquisitive were you a nosy kid did you like to do research yes um i was extremely nosy i needed to know everything all the time what was going on um i have a big family so it's like i had to know what the drama was what was going on in here so yes i that's exactly how my brain works it's like if that's happening here then what's happening there and right like type of thing it's like it's like what they sound exactly like the bing bong like going right. all over the place. Yes, brain. yes, yes, yes. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I, there's a lot of times like, I don't know how she does it. But I think you kind of answered this a little bit, but when did you discover that influencers and reality TV stars were pretty much not in a very responsible way pushing brands and products? I would say when I like first got introduced back in May, um, I didn't really follow influencers before this. Like mm -hmm. I didn't really pay much close attention to them. because I was just like, I'm not into it, whatever. Like wasn't into that type of uh, stuff at that time. But when Amber Massey's mugshot got sent to me. Girl, are um, we going to have to say her name? Oh, yeah. Are, it's are public we going to get blocked? Are we, we going to get a, a, what is it, a season? <laughs> no, you mail? won't. I okay, said it before. Okay. It's public record. It's public record. Okay. Trust me, I got you. Because <laughs> she scrubbed the hell out of that shit. I'm like, she did. How she does knows she a lot have of people. Apparently, she does. I'm like, the, is she part of the mob? <laughs> you know, like you would think so. Um, but like when someone sent me that mugshot, I then was like, Jenny, I just posted it. Mm -hmm. um on my page and then everyone just kept sending me all this stuff about these influencers and then i like took a step back and i was like there is some like wild shit going on in this industry and it's like it's almost like the wild wild west because there's no regulations really in the right. influence world they're kind of in a gray area so you think about it, like they kind of are celebrities in their own way with their right. massive followings like darlene denner's and the danny austin's with like the one plus million followers crystal horton's and they are celebrities whether they right. want to believe that or not they have a mass following yes. um and it's like you see you look and see what they're doing and then i started looking more into it and i was talking to i started talking to a lot of attorneys um people that were familiar with the ftc guidelines which is like how you have to disclose information if you're making money off of slides of products that you're pushing mm -hmm. um and nothing was happening in that in that area with these influencers they were right. it was like literally i was calling it the wild wild west like it just was like do whatever Everyone you want check. push whatever yeah. you want yeah. no integrity and then people like me i'm watching and i i literally had no clue that i'm like damn they're pushing that product i was thinking damn she really likes that product i need to use it too so you know i fell into it um 
what are some of the things, the fakeality things that reality TV stars and social media influencers are doing? I think the biggest and most dangerous thing is like the whole skincare, how they use filters or they don't Girl. disclose. Girl. Yeah, it's crazy to me. And because of you, I now can look and say, oh my God, that bitch is totally using a filter. Right? And she's talking about skincare because one day I was like, that's a lot of skincare. No wonder why your face is fucked up because I'm like, you're using Tula, Dime, some other thing. I'm like, that was an overload. Okay, so that's one. Them using filters while pushing skincare products. Um, and then like the whole thing with like getting work done on their face too and not disclosing that with the products and, the, and that. Um, I think that's like the most dangerous stuff is like not disclosing work you've had done and pushing things that like you try to say like, oh, and like weight loss products, like, oh, yeah. my face like this, but like, or my body, but you're not going to disclose you got a tummy tuck five months ago, right, right. Um, which got you the body. Like the Real Housewives of New Jersey are notorious for pushing diet plans and saying that their body is what it is because of that plan, right. but they all got tummy tucks. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, Darcy Silva from Darcy and yep. Stacey. Okay, I'm not sure what she's trying to do with her face. Um, she needs to <laughs> stop going to Turkey and getting plastic surgery. Right. She has overdone it. And now she's pushing some kind of uh, drink and it's like weight loss. And I'm like- It's illegal in the US. I mean, it's, you, it's illegal in the UK, the drink that she's pushing. Yeah. Okay, see, those are things that, that's shit we need to know, mm -hmm. number one. But then I'm like, Darcy, like, you pretty much document all the work that you have done, including on your body. I mean, her titties are so big right now, you can't even <laughs> see her stomach. I'm like, Darcy, what is, what is going on? Okay, how are you, because I didn't realize that, I thought you had been doing this for years. Mm-mm. Because you're just so knowledgeable about things. So to hear that you only really started this, what, nine months ago? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, Brandon, I've been, like, very well in tune with, like, the reality TV world. Mm. Influencers, though, I think because, like, I, of my sales background, it's very easy for me to latch on and understand what they're doing from that standpoint. Mm. Um, from a product pushing. So I think, like, that came, like, natural to me, kind of understanding, like, where they were coming from with that. But with all the reality TV stuff. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with all of it. Like everything happening. <laughs> I'm a, my friends make fun of me because I'm such a reality TV junkie. Like <laughs> I can't help it. Like people will say, oh, who's your favorite celebrity? I'm like, ooh, Giselle Bryant, Teresa Judice. Not realizing that a lot of people don't even know who they are, yeah. but they're like my celebrities. Okay, when we get back, I gotta ask you about Kim Zosiak. Oh my gosh. When you go into her ass, it's the funniest thing ever. So stick with the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Alrighty, welcome back to the Libra Lounge Keisha. All right, I've got Miss Gigi from formerly of Girl Gangs with a Z. And now she has Gigi Reality Tea, which y'all, if you, I'm nosy. I like to know everyone's business, but sometimes I don't want to do the investigation. So if you're like me, Gigi's reality feed is where you need to be. Because, okay, before we go back to talking about fakeality, when you go in on Kim Zosiak beer me, it is so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't so. understand how she is a real human. I don't understand it. 
Okay, so I think the latest thing you did was she was pushing, I don't know if it was like a diet drink, but it was diet something, and she's always saying, I'm a size two, I'm a size two. And it's like, Kim, first of all, you've had six children. Exactly. Nobody just snaps back like that. And when she posts a picture and then you do whatever you do, I tell people like, she makes it look like like when the predator is looking at people and it's in that weird kind of green stuff. And like she can tell yeah. you where it's been show photoshopped at. How did you discover how to do that? So that was from this other account, the good, bad, and the fake. They do that all the time with um, Kim and the Kardashians, but it shows you that and Jesse James Secker's another one that is like queen of like filtering her photos. Okay. But Kim is the most notorious. Um, and it like it's like a heat map almost showing exactly where the photo has been distorted. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> that is when you do them like that is so funny because Think about how many women have, like, I still say I have baby fat and the baby's 19, okay? So we're looking at this person who has had six children, you know, who appears to be super fit and just living this great life, and it's not real. Like, everything nope. they're putting out is real. I, I'm not sure if it was you or someone else, but they put up a picture of Kim. Um, it looked like she was apartment hunting or something like that. I mean, as broke as she is right now, she may be looking for a high rise. I don't right. Know. Um, and she had on a white top and like some orange shorts and her stomach looked like she was a couple months pregnant. It was not what we see on her page at all. Yeah. And I'm like, and what's, Damn. what's scary is like, she was pushing Modere, which is like another That's scam it. pyramid scheme. And I commented because I'm like, I'm tired of this crap. I'm like, you do not use this product. You're in a filter. You can see because the bathtub behind her was this was distorted. It was like <laughs> bent down. So I was like, your your entire photo is filtered. And she replied back to me. I saw that. And she, she's like, get to work, sweetie. I'm like, so you're telling a pregnant woman she needs to lose weight? Like, and, what is and wrong and, with you? And then they make other people feel bad for not living up to this perfection status exactly but they're not either exactly it's crazy fakeality it's, it's fakeality okay so can how do influencers hook up with these brands to start promoting them so they put together media kits um and with this they basically put together their engagement scores so like if you have a creator page like your your sets a creator mode on instagram it'll show you like how many followers you have what your audience is how many views you're getting, what your views are getting like on your stories and your posts. So they put that mm -hmm. together and they send it out to the brands. Okay. Um, most, most of the time, if like, I don't know, let's say that your brand, that brand is, has never worked with you. They probably will start out with an affiliate link with you where you'll make commission off of the clicks that people do to like buy your, so like dime beauty. Okay. Um, they pay like 10 to 20% commission for each code used. So like if someone clicks on your, on the link and uses your code and checks out, you get like 10 to 20% commission. So normally like in the beginning, people will, will start out with affiliate, affiliate links, these influencers. And then once they can see the sales that they're gaining for these um, brands, uh, mm -hmm. they'll then like offer them ads where they pay anywhere from, I don't know, this is like crazy. Cause it's all off the charts because like, there's no like, 
I did a whole segment of this, like what people get paid. I saw what they made. I was like, what? Literally, I kid you not. I'm like $500 all the way up to like $60,000. People, there was influencers paid on Friday $60,000 to promote Pink Lily. Three influencers. $60,000 just for try-ons. So I own a boutique. So, and I learned this from you. And then I like schooled my husband. Because, okay, to me, Pink Lily's clothes are not that cute. They steal, they steal ideas too. And I'm just like, what is it about this brand that's so great? But what they're doing is someone's got like deep pockets and they're able to pay these influencers to push their products. Yeah. So one thing I learned from you, because um, I had fallen into trap with just, you know, with the boutique and you watch other boutiques, I'm like, oh my God, this person has 400,000 followers. I'm going to close my boutique down. But then I was like, wait a minute. I went and I clicked on their post to see how many likes they were getting. And I'm like, okay, someone who's got 400,000 followers should have some comments. And I'm like, they don't. And I'm like, that's what Gigi's talking about. So I told my husband, he's like, oh, are you shitting me? I'm like, no, they bought the followers. Yep. It's all about, you know, it's like, a, it's a facade and you sit there and you look at it. And like, that's another dangerous part of social media is like a lot of these brands are doing the Kardashian giveaways. So like, mm -hmm. Docatot, a huge company, like who even knows how many real followers they have. They do the giveaway every single time that the Kardashians have that. And mm. you're just like, oh, do you really have a good product or you just look like that because you buy right. your engagement and you buy your followers? Right. And it's, you know, it's scary because I think they don't realize that that kind of shit really does affect other people. Mm -hmm. because you're like, because even with me, with my boutique, I'm like, okay, why am I not, what am I doing wrong that I'm not getting all these followers? But I'm like, I'd rather watch my own growth to know, hey, you're doing a good job or da, 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 da. But I'm not going to lie. I've been tempted to do it because I'm like, when you click on a page and if a person has a lot of followers, it must be good, whatever they're talking about. We're just kind of brainwashed to think that now. That's exactly it. And that's why I'm like, I just wish there was more pages like mine to like put the word out so people like it's not about the following. It's about it's about the brand itself and right. who's representing your brand and if people are happy about it and real reviews. That's another thing too Pink Lily does. They buy fake reviews on their site. Oh, I didn't mm -hmm. even do that. Oh yeah. That's another thing I learned once I did a deep dive on them. Oh my gosh, while I'm over here like doing giveaways for people to like, hey, if you leave a review, you get thrown into a raffle and then you run a $50 gift card or something like that. And they're buying them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so do you think that brands should have stipulations in regards to how and what the influencers post? For example, what you said using a filter while they're pushing skincare. Yes. So I actually called out Luminol, which is a teeth whitening brand mm -hmm. um, last week. And they, I had the chief marketing officer call me because I had, there's a lot of people that like, that was like calling the carpet because a lot of their influencers use filters pushing their teeth whitening right. or like have veneers and are pushing mm -hmm. the teeth mm -hmm. whitening. So you're yeah. like, that makes no sense. Yes. And they were like, I was very, surprise they were very receptive and they took accountability and they said we need to fix this immediately and we need to hold these women more accountable if you're going to use a filter you're not going to work with our brand um oh, wow. and they're working on putting those those uh there's different things in place where dime beauty doesn't give a shit they are all about the money and you can tell what like between brands they're more about getting that paycheck than they are about like their 
their appearance to people. And Luminol was like, we've been talking about this all day. Um, we feel horrible about this. I can't believe that like we were letting this go on for so long. We're fixing our contracts and immediate mm -hmm. like removal of these women. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So they like took accountability. And if more brands would do that, I just feel like it would change. It would change everything for us like in, in, like in this uh, environment. Right. Um, it would be I, I a game changer. Yeah. And it starts with the brands. Um, and if they can't hold the influencers accountable, the influencers just walk all over it. So you brought up, uh, one thing, um, what sort of filters and Photoshopping do you find that the majority of the influencers use? They go off of Instagram. So there's an app, there's a few apps. I think one of them is Facetune and they'll yes. uh -huh. record their content on that app. And then they'll bring it to Instagram and upload it because on Instagram, it doesn't matter if you save your, your filtered video on Instagram, even when you upload it back, Instagram has now instituted a new thing where it automatically puts that filter from Instagram in the, corner. Yes. in the corner. But if you do it from outside the app and upload, you can never tell. And that's what all these influencers are doing now okay. to get around that. So you never okay. know. And like, I get that all the time. Like, is this woman wearing a filter? I'm like, yes, you can tell her face doesn't look real. <laughs> she looks plastic. Some of them need a lesson in the filters because there's a way of using a filter and you still look like you. And then there's using the filters and it looks like someone had Vaseline on the lens and then shot yes. it because it's all so blurred up. Um, I was gonna say, you know, I'm here in Texas and I noticed that a lot of these influencers live like in a little pack yes in like the dallas area like they live in very similar neighborhoods in very similar homes their home decor is very similar i'm like okay is it a cult <laughs> like how are they all in the same area like that so that's like i wondered too um and a lot of those influencers that are like in the same area they all came up and like got huge together during the mm -hmm. pandemic yeah. um with the giveaways that they were doing but like the areas i don't understand that i just think it's weird um yes. that they all live around one another it's i think it's creepy but like yes with them and like all the same stuff they have all the same brand deals so like right. all that furniture you, like i couldn't imagine being an influencer and having to push in and out furniture all the time trying to push all like the time. some of them some of the women have like staged houses where they do all their content which is insane to me like no. think about that yeah so wait a minute <laughs> they will go to a staged home instead of recording inside of their actual home because what they're home isn't good enough or they just want it to be as perfect as possible i think it's because they are like they're able to move the furniture out as quick as they can um and they get paid a lot of money they get paid between like i think someone offered like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to push whatever brand whatever furniture it was um back last year i had a furniture company tell me that but like they literally yes i'm telling you they make these women make upwards towards five million dollars a year no Easily. yes okay so i can see like a reality tv star because they've got such a huge following from the show but you're talking about straight influencers that have never done tv theater radio or anything like that they're making up to five million dollars a year yep and as much as i cannot stand daryl ann denner she will sell out products for it for people so they'll pay her 
top dollar to get her. Same with Danny Austin, um, fifty, sixty thousand dollars here and there. It's crazy. And some of them, like, I have to admit, I'm still a sucker for Amber Massey. I don't know what it is, but I don't buy her products anymore. And I see certain things and I'm like, I know that's not real. One day I was in a store and she had like this band on her head. It's like, I've got to have one of those. I'm like, yes, yeah, stop. No, no. <laughs> I'm falling into the insanity. Like, I do not need that because she had it on. But she was so cool in the beginning and so relatable. But then it just, I don't know, it, it, it just became so fake. That's what I'm like about, I'm going to do a segment on soon um, on my pages before and now. Like where the influencers were before when they started, like, mm -hmm. and now where they are. Because it's, I feel That's like it's good. like, it's going to be night and day. <laughs> yeah, I actually, a couple of days ago, I went back to one of her really old videos and I was like, oh my God, like. What has she done to her face? Because you, when you're following it, you just don't really notice it as much. I'm like, she looks like a totally different person. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, that's why I said it's like the, like you're feeling that from society, like you have to look a certain way in order to right, be accepted right. by people on social media. People who you'll probably never meet. Exactly. Uh, people who don't, don't care about you. Okay, so you mentioned the giveaways. Okay, this is what I don't understand. And you may have to break it all the way down for me. When they do these giveaways, they're like, I've hooked up with a bunch of other, and they always say gals. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. So you have to like all of their pages, and then you have to like, comment on so many posts. Do they actually know one another? Are they friends? What 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 creates the different groups for a giveaway? So they will do this to get from their, so to get followers from these other women's following that, that necessarily okay. won't be following them. And they, it's sometimes different niches. So like you'll see a lifestyle blogger, a travel, not travel, like a do yourself blogger and a fashion Ooh. blogger team up, um, okay. just to, like to gather from that, from a following standpoint. And then sometimes they'll get people like Amber Massey will team up with someone that has like 1.5 million followers. Um, that's and she she'll do a huge like she's like queen of giveaways but the whole thing of that like where it stems from is telegram um where they're all in and they talk about like who wants to be a part of giveaways in that sense and then like depending on who's running the giveaway it's like it's like i would say probably 30 percent real um what <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the good ones, there's so many good ones that do pick real winners, but like these bigger accounts, it's all BS. So these bitches that sit around and say, oh, let's play a huge joke on all of our followers and I'll That's this awesome giveaway. I kid you not, I had an influencer who I had to like disclose her voice because she like told me everything. Um, and I posted on my page because she was like, you don't understand. I literally watched people in the Telegram app with like 500,000 followers pick put a username in there that was fake to say here pick this winner wow. for the giveaway so they don't actually have to give away the stuff that there's never anything there's never a gift and they That's then end insane. up with all the engagement new followers all of that it's crazy so every time we fall for it we're just being total stuffers we're never going to win those giveaways it's all set up I mean, unless you have like the best luck ever, or you're on a smaller influencers page, you probably have better odds. But these larger ones, I'd say, pretty near Don't to impossible. Waste. That is so crazy to me. I know. People are doing this. Okay, so 
you have really put a spotlight on all of this. Like I said, you've educated me, but had you had any backlash from exposing these people? Like, is yes. it worth it to you? Um, it is. I've had a lot of people, like some people like go die hard for these influencers. Um, mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of hate come my way. Mm -hmm. um, that was one of the reasons why I moved over to a new page because I like lost control of the girl gangs page and I didn't know who was on there. Um, people were like way too in connected, like watching my every move and every story and mm -hmm. influencers would make up usernames um, on Reddit and go on and spend all day talking about me because like I get it. It's their money maker that I'm calling out and calling to carpet, but like mm -hmm. it's gone. It's like it went too far. Um, and I, um, at one point, I like took a step back. I got actual death threats from an influencer, and it oh, was like GG. you're not gonna it tell was, us who it is. No, because it's still in court. So no. Yes, I we caught her because of Instagram. Instagram. Um, I went right to the FBI. I, when I tell you these death threats, like tell me that they were going to push me up the steps and kill me and my unborn son. Like it was like sick, sick stuff. And they connected her IP address from the fake Instagram page to her influencer page because she used the same email. <laughs> so like with that, that's why I'm like, I know that I'm, I'm onto something big when that's like, yeah. when that's happening, when they're not talking about like what I'm bringing to light, they're talking about me. That's how I know, like I'm doing something right. Right. So, you know, I told you that I'm still new to like the whole Reddit thing and I found you from Amber Massey's story, but then on Reddit, you were gone all of a sudden. So I was kind of looking and I found this page and remember, I'm still new to all of this. And I was like, oh, okay, there's girl gangs. But then I started seeing stuff and I'm like, what is going on? And then I realized, it, what do they call it? A snark page? It was a hate page. I don't think that's snark, what they do yeah, there. Yeah, they, yeah, they hated you there. And I was like, oh my God. I'm it's like, influencers. I like nailed it down to four women. I'm pretty positive. I know who two of them are that is running that page and two of them are influencers. Um, are one is just, who they are? I can't yet. Cause I'm like, I'm not taking so action good. against them because it, it, it like led to death threats to me. Um, this person was like referencing the Reddit page. So I'm going after them. Um, and I just don't think anyone, like just because you're getting called out for the shady tactics, why don't you like figure out how to change yourself versus like right. what they were talking there. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It is like, I've never seen anything like that. And like, I, that's why I, I was like, done with it. I'm like, why am I saying, and that's another thing too. People stay silent because they don't want to bring light to like the bullying to give it even more of a project projection. So like, then I was like struggling with that. And I'm like, why am I keeping quiet about stuff that they're doing to me? Like, this right. is not okay what they're saying on this platform. So right. at that point I went and screenshot everything. This one person was I doing saw. like, I was like, I'm done here you go. And they haven't been public since they've been private. And I've been waiting because once they go public again, I'm going to, I'm going to call it out again. Um, I think it's shut down unless oh, I'm really? out of the group. I think it's completely shut down because that day Good. you started like actually putting their, uh, their names on there. I was like, Oh my God. And everything was gone. I was like, Oh, well that's the way you shut shit down. Right there. I mean, so. it was scary. They were like, it looks like she's at her parents' house. Hopefully she can like figure out how to know be a what mom. your parents' house looks. Exactly. And I wasn't even at my parents' house. I'm like, why are you trying to stipulate or figure out where I am? Like, that's creepy. Like, that's nothing yeah. to do with what I'm doing on my page.
Yeah, I, that's most definitely not cool. And I cannot wait until you can tell us who they are. Um, oh, I will. Don't you worry. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> I have to mention to the Libra Lounge audience that Gigi is like a minute away from giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> literally but she took Seriously. time out to do the podcast but like her baby is full grown um he his lungs are developed he's ready to be out and she's sitting here doing a podcast it's crazy my day <laughs> i would have been like bitch no i'm like i'm thinking about giving birth thank you on your damn show uh, okay so tell us some good influencers to follow so ones that I love, Shanity Fair, um, she's such a good one. Um, Carrie B. Tucker is another good one. Um, the Garcia Diaries, I love. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I always like freeze up on this one because I always forget people's names with my brain. But like those three I love, um, who I interact with every day. Um, like I'd say Krista Horton's another good one. Um, she has some BS in that sense. I think that... Um, I don't know. I'd say those are those are some some good ones that are true and like no BS. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. So now we go into our segment. It is called "Bitch Please," and it is normally when I call out someone, whether they are local or celebrity, for doing outlandish bullshit. But before we go into that, can you tell everyone how they can find you on social media and anything upcoming besides the birth of your son that you want all of us to know about? You can find me on GG's Reality, and that's TEA at the end. Um, and nothing, I, I'm launching my new podcast on Wednesday. Oh, so wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I already recorded the, I already recorded it. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. Cause I'm like, she's going to squeeze that right on in there as well. Uh, I recorded I it last you, week. So, okay. Like, before <laughs> I have this child, I have Let one me just more do five thing more things. Okay. So, what are the top five worst brands being pushed and why? Okay, number one, Dime Beauty. Is a product, are their products bad? Um, I don't know, I hear mixed reviews. I say they're a bad brand because they don't care about the consumer, they care about mm. the money. Okay. Um, and I think that's a big red flag when it comes to a brand. Um, they okay. put money first above all of them. Um, I would then say Modere. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is Gigi's reality saying this. Uh, right. They sent me. <laughs> so their products are like water. Um, okay. Literally. And also uh, illegal in the UK. Like, I just don't, I don't understand it. I really don't. Um, I would then say, I'm trying to think now. Now my brain is just like. Um, I don't know. I feel like those are like the worst two. Um, what that about I usually, Tula? Tula, I think they've gotten better, but they do, they do have a lawsuit against them. Um, they were claiming that they had probiotics in their, um, in their products and they and don't they have don't. them. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how people can Pink fly. Lily. Pink oh, Lily is yeah. another brand that is like horrible. Um, okay. the, the CEO of that company is a mean girl. And I just feel like she is obsessed with like partnering with problematic influencers. And I just think that she missed the mark with that, um, with the people that she partners with. Okay. Okay. So we've got those. Who are the top five worst influencers? 
<laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> Number one, Liz Carolyn Jenner. Um, one hundred percent. She is okay. one of the worst. I think there's a top three. Okay. Um, uh, maybe there's a few. So Darlene Dinner, I think, is pretty terrible. Um, Amber Massey, I'm sorry, she's another one. <laughs> I know she. I know she's bad. I, I, it is like trying to stop an addiction to heroin. And yeah. <laughs> I know she's bad for me, but I'm like, what is Amber saying today? But I'm like, don't buy the products, Keisha. But I'm like. I, I'm, so I'm trying to do what you do because you asked the question, why do we continue to follow influencers that we hate? Yeah. Um, I would say CM Coving. She's a larger influencer. She's just like dangerous in the way where she pushes filters and doesn't disclose and doesn't give a shit. She, whatever gets okay. her a paycheck. Um, there's another influencer. It's just Bridget. Okay. Um, she's another one where she just like does the same. It's like and then clean chic is another problematic one where again like she pushes these diet products but she gets all this stuff done to her body oh, um, girls 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 it's it's here's one person i wanted to ask you about um and i don't know a lot about her but i was wondering is she in like that the whole clan of um influencers doing naughty things uh megan hannigan um i don't think i've never heard i've never i don't think so okay so then she's good yeah okay. i haven't okay. heard anything bad about her so i thought you were gonna say megan reeves and i was like mm, girl i don't know who she is but i'm gonna go look her up now i can't believe my girl amber massey's on the top five goddamn list. damn she's <laughs> i just um, spit out of my mouth that's okay i burped a couple of times while we've been recording so and i'm not even pregnant so i can't i'm just nasty um okay pg this has been awesome and amazing um thank you for being brave enough to do this for dummies like me who are just so easily influenced um <laughs> and i totally appreciate you taking time out to do the podcast i know you've got tons of stuff to do you know that comes with giving birth and all that kind of stuff um, no thank you. <laughs> um i want to congratulate have you picked out a name for your son yet yes ben patrick Aww. i know so That's, cute it's so cute and white yes. <laughs> very irish <laughs> i mean but if you decide to change his name you can call him keisha i mean i think that'd be cute okay perfect. um so best of luck i hope you have a great delivery um I'm sure you're not going to post pictures of him, are you? Oh, no, I am not. Oh, my gosh, no. But like privately. Eye, so we can see an eye color. So I'm like, oh, he's got green eyes or just yeah. like a lip photo. Like, he's got perky lips. He's got cute lips. <laughs> like, no, my baby's not going to be on my page with a filter. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so thank you so much. Take care. Thanks for having show. me. Absolutely. I really am super stoked that you did the show. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. Bye. See ya. It's the Nibelung. The Nibelung. Ooh.